Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates, Heaps Normal, with Starts with Heggy's favourite letter, H, as he says it. Get the heapsnormal.com. <laughs> Delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Chuck in duty free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Mate, we slugged a few during the mm. recording of this exact episode that's about to go out. The live yeah. show, Fritz and Burger in Brisbane. Stock it up. Beautiful. Full of the stuff. Real nice. And Mate, you can chuck them in. Just what? It, it'll save you a hangover. Heaps normal. They're not about you not drinking. They're like, feel free to have a drink. Just chuck in one of these every once in a while. Good to go. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gold Coast. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Yeah, good man. Living the dream. Family's out of the house for once. Everyone's been fucking crook nice. and falling over, and they're all gone. It's quite How nice. you got? About half an hour or something. And who, who knows? You never know. You do never you know. Never know. <laughs> you never know. I've got a few ambushes myself. <laughs> Just, just cracked try. your knuckles, started reading a forum of fuckwits about comedy or something, then bang, mm. front doors open. Nah, forgot something. We didn't really want to go anyway. I could sit down on the couch with a drink and start Conor McGregor's title fight against Jose Aldo and have that interrupted, and that went for 13 seconds. Oh. They'll fucking get in there seven seconds in. Good on you, mate. <laughs> um, bumper episode this week. Ripper one, live from with- Bris Vegas. Yes. Um, we do have to mention we had some sound issues, did we not? Yeah, we did. And uh, mm. you know what, Queenslanders? I mean, we say we. It's almost as if it's my department. Hey, you say it's my department. <laughs> I, I had it sorted out. I wanted to do it a certain way, mate. You were there for sound check. I said, let's record through the old trusty toy, yeah, the Roadcaster Pro. Get around yeah. it. Um, but they said, no, nah, we'll just record during the through the desk here. Mm. And um, wow, that did not work. But thankfully, one Nick Cody had his phone out recording a bit of crowd ambiance, and we've sent it to our miracle audio man, Conrad, uh, who has fucking somehow saved the unsavable. Hopefully, it comes up all right. Yeah, so Um, it'll sound a little bit weird because it has been recorded off a phone instead of the usual bloody good equipment that we're using. Um, Like any complainers can do so, almost as if it's not fucking free. Mm. So send them in. See how yep. you go. Yep. 
It's not bad. 133 episodes sounding pretty good. You're going to slip up occasionally. Let's be honest. Most podcasts sound as if they've just been yelled into a jar in a fucking public toilet block. So, yeah, pretty much. Unlistenable. We've got our man Conrad on the job. We've also hired, it's a bloody company now. We're full steam ahead, Heggy. Yes. Um, we're growing. We're in the growth stages, the initial growth stages of uh, MFB P2ILTD. Yeah, we're not quite at the stage of our own chain restaurant yet, but uh, we've got the, <laughs> Kicking the in. early steps. We've hired some help. We've got a bloody researcher. We've got an audio engineer. So if you want to help us out and you appreciate the show, get on patreon.com slash midflightbrawl, chuck us a few shekels, and uh, from the second level up, you get the uh, spin-off podcast, Land Larrikins, that we put out oh. once a fortnight. There's 50-odd episodes of those out already. No better time to get in that at. Over 50 eps there, sitting there. No better time to jump in on that. We're in the midst of a three-part cruise ship special. Mm. And that's going all right. And we're lining up video stuff at the minute. We want to start having video soon. So get around at patreon.com slash midflybrawl or just go to midflybrawl.com. Get a bloody T-shirt. Get an Air Jaden. Get a Land Larrikins. Air Jaden, as seen on 7, 9 and 10 News. Got that video up on the Insta. <laughs> At the minute, did the morning show rounds. <laughs> Air Jaden, as seen on TV. I should put that yes. big, uh, the big yellow badge, the seal oh, the of stand. approval. <laughs> yeah. you have to pay for that, like a Made in Australia one, uh, as seen on TV, or you just got to prove it. Mate, we could put a Made in Australia. Yeah, and get your right wing mates to buy some. Um, you know, they <laughs> support fuck Australia, mate. <laughs> Best country but in the world. Before we kick into the episode each week, if we are. In different states, Heggy, of course, in Sydney. I'm in Melbourne this week. Um, you've always got a Zoom background with a, mm. a grim history. This one, uh, this would be what I assume is a. It is the entryway to either a, uh, a subway station or a toilet block in a city. Yep. Now, it's a yep. nice black, um, what are they called? The iron fence? Cast, cast iron fence. Cast um, iron fence. Yes. You should pick the city. Well, I was gonna. It looks a bit like Melbourne. I've seen some of these around Melbourne. No. Or is this a is this a Bali or a New York? It's London. London. Oh, London. By the way, my sister's on a plane right now, heading over to London. Yeah, and uh, it's her first international flight in a long, long time. Mm. I said, mate, you know, you know what you need to do. You mix up some pills and drinks, yeah. And you get us another episode. So Charge she said up she'll, your phone. Yep. get it ready. Yeah, she said she'll look around early to see who she knows will be good with a camera, and she'll hand her hand that person her phone. Just go make sure you get this. I'm punching in three and the passcode. Go get this moving. I'm about to do something silly. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, Broadwick Street in Soho. Oh beautiful yeah, beautiful London, England. Yeah, the Soho Theatre that we both performed at, and more importantly, the Toucan Pub where you can get Guinness. It's not far from that, actually. Yeah, and it's um, this is the scene of nineteen eighty eight. A classic Australian went into these toilets, and uh, oh, one of your one of your uh, counterparts, in fact, one of my counterparts, one of your heroes in the broadcasting world. Oh. Alan oh, is this Alan Jones? Jones? Oh, yeah. great. This is his toilet. It's the Alan Jones Memorial Toilet. Is this a wide stance situation? I forget the story. Is he like that US senator? I've got a wide stance, tapping feet under the 
wide stance. Oh, okay. Is that how? Is that what it's called? A wide stance. I think that's what the senator said when he got busted trying to bloody play footsies with a bloke in the cubicle next door. He said, "Sorry, oh, okay. I've just got a wide stance. Good yeah. excuse. Got my shoes off for some reason as well." <laughs> Anyway. And my pants aren't on. Wide stance. What happened with Alan here? What happened with Alan? Well, he became a massive hero to people like you and went on to have a, a long and illustrious career oh, yeah. in uh, radio, not to mention TV. But yeah, um, say that, but you're the one with the gold microphone, aren't you? So Yeah. I think he had a gold toilet. Does Alan have a gold toilet? Who's got a Did gold he, toilet? I, see, I'm having a look at the entrance to this toilet. Blo- it doesn't seem like anywhere Alan Jones would ever be. He doesn't strike me as an... Underground toilet user. Well, that was the whole thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Like when people act out of character, it's like, no, nah, it wasn't like him. <laughs> He's just by himself in the basement all the time, tinkering with his electronics. <laughs> he just kept to himself. He seemed like such a quiet, nice guy. Yeah. But oh no, there's yep. a problem. That'll be your neighbours one day. Well, fucking saw nothing wrong. He was always just out there doing a rotisserie chook in the driveway. About to do that this afternoon, actually. Scowling at us as we walk past. <laughs> now, I saw there's big storms in Sydney this weekend, so you've got to do a bit of midweek grilling. I appreciate it. Well, yeah, that. I'm grilling today because it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn bad for the rest of the week. Um, little tip from the top, check out on YouTube the Kerry Ann Kennelly show when Chopper Reed calls in while Alan's in the studio. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, real good. <laughs> All right. Chopper, you can't, you can't beat a bit of bullying from the likes of Chopper Reed. It's Wait. a different level of competition. Hey, you know what? The the legends over at our Patreon make this possible. We, as we said, we now we've got people that help us out. We hire them thanks to your help. Mm. So maybe Conrad, depending on the clip, I, I have not heard the clip. Maybe you could insert it right here. Yes. If we turn the society to a situation where people please themselves about how they deal with those whom they don't like, then who is to be the next victim? Yeah. People who throw stones better make sure they don't live in glass houses, Alan. Well, we're not talking about anyone living in glass houses, Chopper. Yeah, well, I never got arrested in a public toilet in London. Yeah. Oh, Chopper, I'm sorry. I actually, I'm now pulling the plug on this. I actually have no desire to listen to anything else uh, that you have to say. Thank you very much for calling. That's as polite as I can possibly be. Thanks, Rad. And we're back. Um, well, <laughs> let's get stuck in live right. from Brisbane, September 10th. And there's a story at the start of this that... Um, a reference got cut out of the Sydney Live app, which we recorded September 11. And uh, the story's about my dad on an e-scooter. And uh, mm. I told him I'd cut it out because at the time he said, I don't want your mum knowing what happened. Is the cat out of the bag? Cat's out of the bag. Oh, mum already fine. called me up and yelled at me. Don't try and kill That's your dad it. next time he goes away. <laughs> yeah, righto. <laughs> so it's in. Good to go. All right, mate. Let's go. Enjoy the app. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Vidfly Brawl. How we doing? We good? <laughs> Every tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Thanks very much for coming out. Please keep it up for Pete Broadway. You heard just now doing our house music. Woo! <laughs> 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 
There we go. Just <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> Weird way to celebrate the life of the Queen, but we're here, we're doing it. Oh, come on. Peggy <laughs> loves the Royals, guys, so he's had a real rough weekend. He's going to take that. I've been in mourning. She was, she was only 96 years old. She still had so much more to take. <laughs> I tell you, I don't mind blaming stuff already. Like a day in, they're like, nah, I can't do that, mate. Clean's dead. Well, you know, I'm supposed to go to a job next week, or I might get cancelled because we're only Clean's dead. Yeah, what the fuck? It's not the Suez Canal, man. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. You won't get to do your rap song with the Queen. I think you were so looking forward to doing your parody rap song. Thank you all very much for coming out. Obviously, uh, some of you are sad that the Queen has passed away. A little bit different in America, though. I don't know if anybody watches the American version of the Today Show, but they had a fucking gear change that the project would be proud of. being honoured around the globe. We will have complete coverage all morning long on the Today Show, and we'll be looking for you then. But, Maria, tonight, it's all... Check this out. Yeah, she shouldn't have died when the NFL season kicked off. <laughs> All agree, poor timing from the Queen. Um, before we kick off, mate, I know I'm back in my spiritual heartland of Brisbane, as are you. And, um, <laughs> I know you can't be an honorary Queensland. It takes more than 30 years, I reckon. We did a phone on Triple M once, and it was just a. Well, that's, what said. that's what the fucking think tank said 30 years <laughs> yeah. Oh man, people were calling in and uh, the, someone said I've lived here for 32 years and they still call me a cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a couple of little little uh, tidbits of La Brizzo, Brizzo Larrikin history. Well, you know who you can add to it? Mm. Last night, one... Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. he's come up for the weekend. Mm. And uh, he thought, at the age of 67, I thought, this is a perfect time to get into e-scooters. <laughs> and there was a, there was a, a bus stop up, uh, up near Roma Street Parklands that disagreed. Thought it's a bad time, it's a bad time to, to try. He was stuck, he couldn't move anywhere, but he was moving too fast. And he fucking shoulder charged the bus stop. And we're not allowed to tell <laughs> So you're the only people that I'll ever hear about. It's going, to get it's going to get beeped in the episode. Conrad, hopefully Conrad, all he beeps is me saying and the rest of me leaves in. <laughs> we, we went past the bus stop today and he's reenacted the whole thing. Like right in front of you know, this way, like a kid doing a fucking six or something. Reenacting re the whole scene. A bunch of darts that obviously fell out of his mouth. Or, what happened is like seven or eight yeah. darts on the ground. Well, if you're in your 60s on an e-scooter for the first time, I reckon five or six durries is going to help calm the nerves. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> it didn't help, poor dad. I um, took him last night. What do you think of it? We start, I took him, he hasn't been a bunch of places in Brizzy, so we start, went for dinner, Howard Smith Wharves, right? Go, oh, nice. Have a look at this beautiful river underneath the Story Bridge, then the casino for the footy, and then the valley. So I was like... <laughs> I was like a getaway presenter with a drinking problem. I know like, oh, we've done all the soft cock shit, let's go fucking punch on. 
<laughs> I mean, almost, our, our live television is pretty much taken care of for the next seven to 14 days with the Queen, obviously. But... <laughs> it didn't start with that. I remember, like, I don't know if any of you are of my ilk, but um, when, live on TV, a couple of classic Brizzo larrikin moments. Um, well, they just wasn't Brizzo so much just when I was, they weren't from Brisbane, but they've, they spent some time here these days. Pretty, pretty big day in our household when you pitch up from school and the TV's on. Well, we weren't that kind of you know, family. Mine was on all the time. <laughs> Mine was on all the time in a lounge room where we had a budgie, but a bomber, the budgie, great budgie, could chat. And he, he died, I think he was three, and they had to put him down. He had cancer. It's pretty rare for a budgie. Now thinking about it, if you're in a room with a TV constantly on... <laughs> Pretty much when I was a kid, it was Australia 2, Barlow Chambers, and this bloke. And fucking, I don't know if you, the three instances I remember TV being on in our job. Barlow Chambers, I don't know if any of you remember, classic. You um, <laughs> knocked down the front, yes. <laughs> classic tale of two dudes from Perth. Who dabbled in heroin smuggling? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that a bloody big one in Malaysia. They're supposed to put it up their freckles. Yeah. <laughs> one of them chickened out, and now they're dead. Hold <laughs> on, oh, you've brushed over some parts of the story. <laughs> Between you're a coward and now both dead. Right? They, they caught in Malaysia. They got caught. Yeah, so the suitcase is a better place than my asshole. Yeah. Which I can't disagree, but also. Yeah. Straight through. Yeah, they, they got dobbed on, so, you know, and uh, they got hanged. Oh, oh. Some good episodes of uh, Border Security, those. <laughs> Where they go, mate, we reckon you've got 28 balloons of coke in your stomach. They're like, how? They're like, based on an x ray that's telling us those facts. Yeah. And then one of them pops, and all of a sudden, they really want to talk to you about the yeah. 20th. <laughs> and a few business ideas. A bit of jab in the guts, right? Are you sure? Yeah. Um, like when your mate's got sunburn at primary school. It's fucking <laughs> so you don't have coke in your guts, you fucking boy. This, this larrikin, though, I've been, I've been alluding to, he's 41 year old Michael Petrovic. Took his kids to SeaWorld on the Gold Coast. Bloody great day out there. In uh, 1985. And he hired a helicopter and a pilot to take them on a scenic tour up to Brisbane Airport. Fucking uh, beautiful. <laughs> hey, kids, you can't see it from this vantage point, but there's a red rooster in there. And there used to be an Eagle Boys pizza. <laughs> eating a pizza before a flight. That is, that's worse than Krispy Kreme, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, if you get on with a fucking Hawaiian, surely you can't get on. I saw recently on one of those passions of shaming things, a guy delivered pizzas on, on a plane. Someone filmed him, he got on a plane and took pizzas from one city to another. Was it Domino's? No, of course. It was someone, so you can't get, it's like an Elvis thing, you know, he'd sent out for sandwiches in fucking California or something. <laughs> 
Bradley bring him back and chuck him at the roof of his Graceland. <laughs> Make a cleaner, clean him up because his car will be That's that sort of shit. But some guy with pizzas going through everything had to deliver pizzas to some guy yeah. at the other airport. Is that in the movie? The Elvis movie? Oh, oh is no. that in the Elvis? I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I'm not going to watch it either. Don't tell me. Are Don't tell me the awful. ending. <laughs> <laughs> It's always the same, them just fucking crowbarring um, the chat into a song lyric. You know what I mean? Hey, what'd you get for Christmas, Elvis? I actually got a pair of blue suede shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. And then he's fucking doing it. Oh, dude. I wish I could shoot my TV. (laughs) Um, On the way up to Brisbane, Michael, though, he did the old press the barrel of a sawn-off shotgun against a pilot's neck trick. He said, I want to go to the US Air Force Base in Japan. Jesus. The pilot said, yeah, sure, mate. Let's just go to Brisbane first, get some juice for this for this baby. It's going to be, you know, probably need a couple of jerry cans as well. It's a fair way. <laughs> I'm sure he wasn't in movie world, because this sounds very much like Hollywood on the Gold Coast. This is a, a sick film. Police so Academy cars are yeah. sliding out. Of the thing. <laughs> So they brought a petrol tank out of the tarmac and the pilot, Reg Metcalf, did a runner. Oh. He's, he's probably not going to shoot his kids, he thought. Fuck it, I'm out of here. <laughs> um, he got shot at, but he got away. Must have been zigzagging. <laughs> um, Michael wisely turned on the tap on the tanker and then the 25 snipers in position, they were scared to shoot him because there's petrol all over the joint. This was fucking massive, man. And um, a couple of kids playing on the roof of the petrol tanker, live on TV. Kids are on there. Kids are on the roof. Fuck, the angels were yeah. sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Making too much racket in this helicopter. Stop yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to make demands on the phone, and you kids are just fucking um, harping on it. Get out there, play the petrol. Eventually, Sergeant Ron Strong talked him out of being stupid, and nothing happened, including the Michael, his mentor. Was he? Uh, 1985, pioneer of the Not My Fault movement. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair though, you've got a pretty good mental illness defence if you say, hey, why would I want to leave SeaWorld to do a helicopter tour at Brisbane Airport? (laughs) Yeah, man, you're fucking crazy. (laughs) Pretty good. Anyway, mate, the incident this week... uh, not bad, good size. It's um, United Airlines flight 1853 on June the 1st, 2020. Oh, hold on. Um, Fuck, that changes everything. So, oh, no. Oh, no. Yes, Team Z after 2020. The harp between Jan 1st, 2000 up until December 31, 2019. And uh, cold case before that, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> I can't, I, I cannot fathom someone just wandering into this show. <laughs> uh, bullshit! <laughs> what the fuck is this? There's something on, I'm going. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It's from Houston, Texas to San Francisco, California. Hey, by the way, just quickly, before we get in, there was a new Queensland American just last week, Channel 9 News. I don't know if you saw him. It was a 
young man, sort of dressed like us right now, <laughs> accused of robbing a service station, and when he got out of the watch house, he said this to the reporters waiting outside. He walked through the park and walked back to the place I just robbed.
either fucking fall off or do your job. Don't. Some fuel escaped and proceeded to explode. And uh, G-forces knocked the pilots unconscious. Holy shit. Bing, bang, boom. 10 square kilometres of wreckage, including in the Colorado River, where some nerd found and handed in a million dollars of diamonds. Oh. The diamonds had no role in the crash. Oh. Surely you're taking a free pass on them. Uh, where are the diamonds that some dodgy Texan was taken on a plane to Houston? Under some fat SES volunteer's pillow. Shut up. <laughs> if I get to a plane crash, you better fucking believe I'm getting a black box home. How do we listen to this? Like I'm a bit maggot and I've come home with a street sign. Yeah, just shake it and put it up to your ear. Yeah. Do you think they're like seashells? We're in trouble here. Oh, yeah. In, uh, in 1996, another Continental Airlines flight, again landing at Houston George H. Airport, did a belly flop. Oh. No casualties. No meals. Well, yeah, McDonald Douglas was written off. Could have sold the wheels, though. No problem. That was still probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Houston Airport. For anyone interested in going, there's only nine Starbucks. But, um, plenty of other options if you want, oh, yeah. including Bam Bams, an establishment set up to look like a Flintstones bar. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a kid. Oh, yeah, he's a kid. Great name for it. Um, yeah, well, what still, are the other names you're going to put on that? Fred, you call that Flintstones. Flintstones. Right? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, oh, Bam Bams, if it's set up to look like a Flintstones thing, I think right. they can connect the dots. They can, but other people call themselves Bam Bam. Um, it's got Texan cuisine, but fused with the influence of the Cajuns from Louisiana. You can get yourself. What do you reckon you can get? Yeah. Fucking I'll give you buffalo that. wings. A mil- yeah, but I can give you like a, like a unique, yeah, uh, you know, menu item. All right, I'll give you one thousand. Oh, AUD. All right, I'm gonna have a fucking crack here. Texan, with Louisiana. I'll I'm, drop. Yeah. I'm going beef brisket oysters. No. <laughs> no, well, I can't. I want to win there. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta play big to win big. You know. I'll drop it. I'll drop it to hundred. If you tell me what flavour of nacho they serve up. A Cajun stuff, so... Now I get it. Oh. No, it's not you, buddy. Oh, fine. <laughs> uh, I will take the hit. Alligator. Suck, yeah. Oh! <laughs> it's like cheating off the dumb kid's homework. <laughs> That's all right. It's uh, oyster nacho. Oh, fuck, I said oyster! <laughs> oh, that's even worse! Yeah. I was worried, that's why I did that little trick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fell for it. Um, with shades of warning, RIP in his lasagna sandwich. <laughs> oyster fusion. Oyster nachos. Yeah. Yeah, fusion. You, can, you can't just cover up terrible mistake by the chef. Mm. By saying fusion. <laughs> <laughs> and they do, that's what we've been doing since, since fusion got invented. Oyster nachos. Fuck it. Um, our, uh, our protagonist today, I'll give you a bit of background, we haven't even got a fucking plot yet. Um, <laughs> well, it's your fault, isn't it? Her name, yeah. she's from the sunny coast yeah. of 
Queensland, uh, home of Chris Dawson, your... You're welcomed him. He was an honorary Queenslander. How uh, uh, fine with that. Um, her name is Elle Knox, and she's sturdy. And uh, she's a model. Not to be confused with another Elle, Elle the Body McPherson, oh. uh, the original <laughs> entrepreneur, actor, philanthropist, TV host, ambassador, and model, just like you. <laughs> Two-thirds of the way. <laughs> Call out bingo when I get to model. The, um, the body, I was, I mean, I was looking at the body a bit recently, and she's... Oh, uh, <laughs> the body, you're doing the Lord's work here. It's a bit of research. <laughs> yeah. Elm McPherson, safe search off. <laughs> oh, mate, that's for the show. The body married a British rabid anti-vaccine campaigner. But split from him in 2019, just in time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really saved some boring chats stuck in the house there. Oh, fuck oh. yeah, man. It's, it should be like, I get a dickhead, MMR equals autism, but um, <laughs> going up against SARS 2 back in training, too SARS too serious. <laughs> body has to think of what's best for the body. The body is a temple, especially if your name is the body and you're just using the fucking units. Uh, this L though, is, her name is L Knox, three X's, I'm not fucking, I haven't got an impediment. Um, her job is Australian porn star. Right. I've always found the star part of that to be doled out a little too liberally. <laughs> Can't all be stars, can they? It's not like rock star. Any musician or band gets called a fucking rock star. You know, well, back it up. I guess it's a ribbon generation, but no, fuck no, off. But I think the job is you get to claim, you know what I mean, you get to say star. You put in the hard yards there, you know? Why are they all stars, though? Oh, just you, workers. Just, you just get it. We're, so, we're having, like, porn workers. Well, it's, like Red Bull. Bull. it's like Red Bull pilots. We're not taking passengers anywhere. They're just all flips through fucking hoops in the sky. She's a star. No, no, I'm on the way for that. Um, there's a, and this, this I, I did have to go in. It's not her fault though, either. When your surname has three X's to end it, you can walk into that job. There's a, there's an, there's an Ella Knox in the same business. Oh, and uh, some debate among, um, debate among online pundits as to who's the better of the Knoxes. What was your vote? L, <laughs> uh, she's got a filmography. L has appeared in films such as Bra Busting Lesbians. Hold on, please. And, um, what? <laughs> that's, that's the only one thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too far into this. It's um, we're busting lesbians. When we were discussing this this morning, you said you'd seen it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over on, you, you are getting quicker, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> over on Instagram.com, L is the beauty of uncertainty. Uh, over on Twitter, L is described as Australia's unforgettable sweetheart who likes to spread good vibes and flash her titties. <laughs> I would have gone with live, laugh, root. <laughs> According to Elle, her boobs are real slash natural. Had to put the slash natural in there. Just because <laughs> you fucking idiots don't know what real is. <laughs> I'm a top terrific bloke. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when Silicon came out in the 80s? People, uh, people were saying fake boobs would explode on planes. Oh, really? Remember this? No? But some fucking hero got on there, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, that was a thing. It's like, yeah. oh, they're going to explode when they get on a plane. Model and title holder of the largest silicon breasts in Russia, Irene Ferrari. She's on a plane in 2010 when hers ruptured. So she sued Swiss Airlines uh, looking for cash. It, yeah. What? No, 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 sorry. I was going to say aeroflop turned into aeroflop. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pun slash. Radio now, man. Well, <laughs> you can't do, can do fake tit explodes jokes on radio. No. Please. <laughs> Saw it, I went for it. She sued them, and her case was there was not enough room for her in business class. And when there was turbulence, she hit herself on the seat in front and got a puncture. (laughs) (laughs) Not the first time. She sued once before for the same thing on a Moscow LA flight. Turned out out it was defective and leaking, nothing to do with the airline or altitude or anything but faulty workmanship. So she sued the doctor instead. She fucking likes to sue. <laughs> um, there's no evidence. Do you reckon that you do the same thing as a bike tyre? Just put your big fake titty in a, in a bucket of water and see where the bubbles come. There it is. Get get the little band-aid, put it on, good to go. Next flight, thank you. There's, um, there's no evidence that air pressure makes a woman or man uh, with fake breasts explode on a plane. Um, I'll tell you what, recently, so you sent me something. Mary Magdalene, NFB alumni. She featured in a short clip recently. Appeared to me to be the back end of a street brawl or something. Yeah, she had a fight. Kicked out of a bar. Yeah, kicked out of a bar and fell over. And uh, I don't know if you've seen Mary Magdalene before, but we're talking about the the Insta model. And uh, as we said, someone who has appeared on here before. But I think she's going for the record. Yeah. The world's largest fake everything. It's mad. So falling over in a street fight does become quite funny. <laughs> it did look messy. Hope she's okay. Rest um, up, Mary. <laughs> well, Elle's flight right, it's going smoothly. Uh, nothing, nothing wrong until at landing when uh, she decided to stand up while the plane was still taxiing on the runway. I don't like that. No, don't I don't like that. it either. No, I don't like the you know primarily boomers 
just staring at that seatbelt light and clicking their fucking seatbelt like a million, like they're on a starting grid. Your costume, your costume is not confusing me with what age I know you are. <laughs> These fucking boomers, am I right, guys? This didn't print up big enough, hence the glasses. It really has detracted from my authority wearing red glasses. <laughs> Uh, that's when it all became vocal, and I cannot stress this enough, we need to listen to models on a, <laughs> on a wide range of important social issues. Finally, someone speaking some sense. <laughs> yeah. You just have to just look at them, yuck. Um, people, people are revered for the way they look and caught that lifestyle because it's a good one and fucking profitable. Um, the envy slash vanity industries are uh, massive, probably the most profitable of all the deadly sins, I think. Um, although greed's getting up there, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> some people have always traded off their looks, and this is the extent to which voluntary victimhood has taken over the years, claim that they're victims of their own beauty. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. There, there's been a few articles about that in the last few months. Yeah. I got kicked off a flight for being too good looking. Yeah. How hard it is to be good looking. Incredible. Imagine that. No one takes me seriously because I'm so beautiful. You wouldn't know what it's like, obviously, because you're fucking pig dogs. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. If only I were like the rest of you fucking yeah. pogs. Just <laughs> when you just enjoy it and cash in. Oh, what are you whinging of about? Of course. Yeah. Be great. I mean, from experience, it's not that great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> open mind is always. Oh, is that why you've got the glasses on? To trick everyone <laughs> so they don't know your true beauty. Yeah. Trying to do a real fucking shizzle that. <laughs> And takes the glasses off, and we're like, Whoa, whoa, we were. Fucking hubba hubba, who's this up here? Yeah, open minded as I am, you know this. I Further to these people whinging about being beautiful, I've got trouble watching a comedian who's trading on their looks, not my bag of chips. Like, if you've never had to be funny to be allowed to, you know, socialise or joke your way out of a bashing, it's fucking... It's not impossible, it's fucking unlikely that you're actually funny. Similar to the rich. Um, <laughs> hard to listen when it comes to any form of philosophy. Socrates was categorically ugly. No question, no, I never called him good-looking. That adds some weight to his teachings, I reckon. Our <laughs> L began making a statement uh, this was the time about the George Floyd incident that, oh, had, right. that had happened recently. <laughs> Finally, yeah. the voice we need to hear on the topic. <laughs> she said, this isn't my country. I'm an Australian, but I've noticed your democracy being threatened. Do not be complacent and decide what side of history you'd like to be on. Have you decided? <laughs> not else. So there's only two sides. Yeah. And good on her. <laughs> It wasn't content just to clog up the internet with a black square for a couple of weeks that united the entire world. Before everybody just got back to me. I know, I know someone that put it up and then were, the vanity wins in the end. I saw that it had wrecked the rest of their feed, so they deleted it a few weeks later. Brilliant. Real good. So we all How long did they wait? Huh? It was a few weeks. Hard thing to delete. Yeah. Did you point it out publicly that they'd no, done that? I can't. Was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> I know who it was. 
my wife. Oh, no. <laughs> she fucking hear about that, don't worry. Hey, Nick, you forgot to put the bins out. You turned your back on George Floyd. <laughs> Shit. I wish it was my wife. Oh, that'd be the best. I'd wrap my pocket forever. Um, some, some of the travellers on the plane, they felt threatened, which uh, prompted staff to call police. Didn't they just land in Texas? Yeah. Whatever. It's going to get a lot worse. It's an open carry state. That is fucking soft, though. Yeah. You, like, imagine being on a plane. You, you see a woman getting up and ranting about racism, you feel threatened. Yeah. That's insane. When There's a model the... talking. Oh, what are we going to do? Put your headphones in and fucking shut up. Uh, when they arrived at the terminal, she was escorted off the plane and interviewed by security at the airport. And I tell you what, she wasn't arrested. Oh, no. Sucked in. Oh. Um, she was, though, sent to a hotel while they decided whether or not to let her continue on to her final destination, Sydney. Uh, tell you what, Elle must be good looking. Yeah. Because if any of us pulled that shit on a plane, we're not getting a bit of a chill-out time in a hotel. She's uh, she's keeping all of her fans up to date via Twitter, saying... Oh, jeez. Who follows her on Twitter? Uh, people who want her opinions. Um, it's like me looking up Stephen Hawking on Pornhub. It's not their realm. Elle said, I was told I couldn't make political statements on a United Airline. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to political prisoner. I was told I was told it was a human I told them it was a human rights statement. Honestly, has United Airlines forgot the name of its own fucking airline? <laughs> a, lot of a lot of statements and sentiments do, do sort of get attributed to politics now. I looked I looked all down the street to see a toilet punch him. It's my politics. Um, I shoplift sometimes. I mean, yeah. stuff like, you know, fresh ginger, maple syrup, this sort of thing. <laughs> That's just my politics. Yeah. <laughs> Conversely, some people think that the filth killing people they're paid to protect comes under the barrel of politics. So um, she also said, uh, I had a chance for 300 plus people to hear what I had to say and I took it. <laughs> Be the change. While PPL on the street are losing their eyes to rubber bullets, I will not be silent. That's what she said. Can I? I've got to assume she's got more than 300 Twitter followers. Oh, I reckon she'd get an even bigger audience than that. On there? On any of her internet dealings. Um, Elle's got a website. $15 a month to subscribe if you're interested. No videos, obviously. <laughs> Conrad, you know what you have to do then. <laughs> Watch him go and make it louder. I assume on there, Australia's unforgettable sweetheart who likes to spread good vibes is uh, addressing... He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, addressing social issues throughout her emissions. I don't know, didn't join up. Um, she said, I've been told I scared people when I made the announcement, even though everyone applauded me. When I was escorted off. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, you know, I don't want to sound racist.
basis, but rounds of applause to me, they all sound the same. <laughs> that could yep. be misinterpreted. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway, it's not, it's not, I don't think this is unlike when a not so silent majority um, now takes to the internet to announce a personal tragedy and you flick them a thumbs up. Like, oh, your grandma's dead, is he? Is she a bit of a, yeah, good, good one. Don't know what to do. Round of applause could be for anything there. As in, fuck off hell, I would think. Um, Some people go pretty early, don't they? On the posts. What? The Queen was big enough that not not enough people we'd know, well, nobody, I think, has met her. Mm. I don't know anyone that met the Queen. Anyone here met the Queen? Yeah. Oh, the back. When'd you meet the Queen? What's that? What's that got to do with Magna Queen? Well, she came here. Yeah. She had a dinghy and come to yours. <laughs> Did you think it was just some footy show sketch? Fatty's dressed up. This is hilarious. <laughs> What are you doing in blackface at my house? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Did you just say hi? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, just a bit of a bow. And that was it, uh, pretty much it. Yeah, nice. That's yeah. what you can do, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so did you post online when she passed away? Um, no. Yeah, congrats, you're an adult. Oh, you <laughs> That's how it's done. Or he forgot to get a photo with her. <laughs> Just scouring through seven and nine footage. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. He'll continue to say, if I stood up and asked people to wish my friend a happy birthday, this wouldn't be an issue. That's <laughs> where she's wrong. It'd be a fucking issue for me. <laughs> a grown adult with what we can all assume is a child for a friend. <laughs> Birthdays are important. Unless you're stupid, or maybe 50, or maybe 100 at a pinch. The um, United Airlines. Oh, who writes the letters now? <laughs> well, I'll tell you who's not going to be good at writing them from the photo you showed me today King Charles. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll chip a lot of fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Before you put them on, mate. They are. Oh, Jesus. And you cover QWERTY with one. Well, you cover... It's probably hard, but it'd be hard to write. Yeah. You're getting cameo videos now, if you aren't. It's pretty old to start a new job, I reckon. Yeah, that is. <laughs> you know, just coasting, then you're like, fuck, I'm the, the king? Yeah. Oh, that's a lot. I, <laughs> uh,. Well, she was trying to outlive him, wasn't she? Um, <laughs> a, a United Airlines rep stated that her political speech had nothing to do with the police being called and was purely because of her refusal to obey the flight crew's commands for her to be seated during taxiing. F they fucking hate that. Yeah. They really don't like that. I mean, it's a good excuse to, you know, to shut down politics. Um, Elle was said to have apologised and they allowed her to continue on to Sydney with no other repercussions. 
It's almost as if there's one set of rules for Australia's unforgettable sweetheart. <laughs> one set of rules for the rest of us. Um, when she was asked by observers slash fans why she didn't just simply go to a protest, Elle claimed she wasn't able to. If I could, I'd be at a protest, but I can't. So I used my voice where I could. I'd rather do what I did than stay silent. I wasn't able to. Yeah. I've got to know about that. That yeah. for four weeks. Yeah. I've got to say, got in my way too. I was trying to drive through the city one day. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, also, you can start a protest. Absolutely. You don't have to join one. Yeah, well, she did. But what do you mean? In the, wrong, in the wrong spot. Oh, right? yeah, no, I joined in. Yeah, the one woman protest. Yeah. They clapped. Um, <laughs> the, the comments on L. A uh, fair bit of, oh, look, I'll give, her, I'll give her some attention. Yeah. Yeah. Does she need someone in the hotel room with her? Yeah. <laughs> she can protest my politics. Um, a lot of replies to her tweeting of the event when she was off the plane. That things like, they're allowed to an illegal search and deportation. Good luck, sweet pea. Oh, oh. She's replied. Nothing about the sweet piece. I don't care if I get deported. I'm away. I'm on my way home anyway. That's Can't positive attitude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Like young blokes out boozing. Like if you were under eighteen, you. Can I was already it. leaving the casino. Fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> you're under eighteen. I think you can have a dance floor fucking punch up and you get a blue and white taxi home. Oh yeah. Pretty sure that happens. Fuck, sure. I remember in Melbourne, is it? You missed the last train, and then he goes, "Whoa, I've got three dollars, mm. and I've just got to wait." It's a, I wish I fought someone. Yeah. <laughs> Cops wouldn't take three bucks to drive you home. Would they? <laughs> <laughs> much more. Um, <laughs> another comment. Just what we need. Some dumb blonde. Telling us Americans what to do. Is this what white privilege looks like? Wow. And normally you just tweet RIPs. So it's pretty good of you to break protocol to write that. <laughs> El Knox uh, answered me. Um, <laughs> she said, yes, it is. Unfortunately, my inconvenience is the story when there are bigger issues at hand. Another comment. Two words. What do you reckon? Fuck off. No. Good job. No. Hot stuff. No, you're out of guesses. Touch this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the KGB was uh, <laughs> Call me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Elle's El quite vocal. She's in that hotel room. Just you couldn't be a hornier bloke than. Replying to a tweet from a porn star talking about a political statement. Yeah, oh, Jesus, just have a wank and a nap, mate. Now <laughs> went on to say, I informed 300 people on the dangers of tear gas and rubber oh, bullets. That's not what she said. Good on her. No, she did. She, she made more in a political oh, okay. statement, yeah. 299 years were sitting there thinking, what the fuck are rubber bullets? <laughs> what's what's okay. tear gas? Maybe yeah. it's happy tears. Hold on, let the porn star speak. Well, I've learned a lot but, today. Texas, rubber, but like if I had to pick between all the bullets, oh. rubber every time. <laughs> they, um, they call them beanbag rounds now, Nanny State. A little bit of a cute feel. Who doesn't love beanbags? Or marine life. But, um, 
I'll tell you what, I'm, Man, losing... I, I'm, I'm solely responsible for the death of a lot of marine life. We had an old beanbag at home, oh. and I was like, fuck, it's just a kid's spewed on it. It's a disaster. I'm going to chuck this out. I'm going to empty it into the bin. Fuck. Oh. At, the, at the exact oh, moment that fucking gale force winds decided to <laughs> I can't pick them all up. Did you need to keep? You needed to keep the cover. What's that? You needed to keep the cover. No, no, no you couldn't bin. push it all in the bin with all the bean. That it wouldn't squash into the bin. And so you don't you own a knife. Huh? <laughs> There's a zip on it, you fucking lunatic. <laughs> I've got to go for a piss. How do I open my jeans? Where's my Stanley knife? <laughs> pissing like a man. Like some dork with a zip. There's enough hair in my ball bag to not be able to stuff it into a wheel again. Just give it a little puncture. Um, <laughs> so the first port of call for trying to fit anything into a bin. Have you stabbed it? <laughs> Try and stab it. There was, a, there was a bloke in your very city in 2019. Mm -hmm. um, running after a family member in Brisbane International Airport with a carving knife in his hand. How'd he get that through? Well, it's otherwise known as horseplay up here. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, get us a slice, will you? Um, it, was, it was my own. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, the filth turned up and they he copped a few little adorable bean bags to the body. <laughs> <laughs> Elle was talking about tear gas. I've been tear gassed. You? No. Mm. I've been tear gassed. How did you get tear gassed? Not a happy time. Were well, you trying um, to get through the protest in Sydney in the car? No, no, no. <laughs> Your own canister went off. Were <laughs> <laughs> you trying to throw an egg and it breaks in your hand? I was at a process, but I don't even know what it was for. Like I was in, I was in Fuck, Ecuador. I love your spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Ecuador. That's how much you love sticking it to the man. Yeah. You're in Ecuador. Yeah, yeah, and the fucking street was electric. You know when you're somewhere, like down at fucking Coogee Beach on Christmas Eve or something, just mental English pricks chucking shit around, you think, oh, so, you know, you can feel it in the air, something bad's going to happen. This was then, I was like, oh, I've got to get in. <laughs> I was trying to see what's going on. Yeah. It was fucking nuts. And when you see you see heaps of cops with gas masks, you think, oh, I've got to think outside the box here. <laughs> it's something, you know. And it happened, and you got to fuck. You can't stay around. you got to go. So little tip from the top. When you get tear gas, if the Queensland police become men again like they were when I was a kid, <laughs> get yourself a man. Get a gas mask. Um, What'd you do? What, how, what happened the next day? What do you mean? Just over? Yeah. Just go on. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Back to partying. It's fine. Back to partying. Yeah, protests are a bigger deal in other countries than they hey, are mate. here. It's, uh, here we don't really do it, it's quite lax. That is, you can tell people aren't really liking this. I can hear the postmix machine going. <laughs> Usually it's, it's, a, no, it's, not, it's at the Caxton. Yeah. <laughs> Feature. <laughs> um, difficult issue here, though, with spokesperson for World Peace, Elle Knox. Um, the crushing majority of people would agree with Elle, obviously, but uh, does that mean she should be yelling it on a plane? No. 
What kind of person doesn't know that rubber bullets and tear gas exist? So yeah, it's also um, it's one of those things to me. It's like just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, what was that? What was the movie came out maybe five years ago that was filmed all in one shot? Uh, uh, Busting lesbians. <laughs> I'm getting into intro. <laughs> yes, and? <laughs> I think it was Birdcage or something. Was Birdcage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1917. 1917. No, not 1917. Birdman. Birdman. Oh, okay. Shit film. <laughs> <laughs> but really, really, they were hanging a lot on this one shot. Yeah. You go, well, just make it good. And oh, you put it down to Gimme Huh? You put it down to Gimme Yeah. A bit like when. Like when you do a stand-up set and you start juggling, I think, man, just do <laughs> just, just have better jokes. That's me. You won't the have to do that. Um, Coming from the man that plays a banjo at the end. Mm. <laughs> I never touched the banjo. It's a mandolin, but I said that to her. <laughs> Essentially, too, with our like her, her occupation, it is irrelevant. Like it's you know how do how do we all know it then? Might be your question, but um, <laughs> just using her platform to raise awareness, but at the same time shift a few units, check out my link tree, that sort of. You know. um, as oh, I don't care. I don't care. Gender, background, how much money you got. Shut the fuck up and get off the plane. <laughs> no, honestly, I was privy to a round of applause recently on a plane. Like landed. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the pilots must think, can you hear these soft cocks out of the back? They thought we couldn't do it. <laughs> they had such little belief in us. Um, Frank Beninati, the spokesman for the United Airlines, he said, as the plane landed, she got up and started yelling. You can't stand on an active runway. Nobody can. It's a safety issue. So, yes, sir. Frank used to be... <laughs> Had a gander at Frank. He used to be Director of Public Affairs at the Environmental Protection Agency, EPA. Um, they put that on their fucking jerseys like the FBI do. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah, it's like uh, it's like security, you know, like a fucking shopping centre security, but they've got the blue and white checks on yeah. the car. They all get their jackets made at the same joint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yellow and blue. Um, you shouldn't be able to have checks, I reckon, unless you're a cop. Checks. You're just tricking me. You know that check pattern on the car? Oh, yeah. You see him behind you? You yeah. go, oh, oh, no, it's a tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> some, some taxis have that. Like in, in your smaller Australian towns that are still backward enough to have white taxi drivers. They've <laughs> 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 they got, they got their own taxi service and it's got, it looks like a cop car, it looks yeah. like a cop car with a, with a check, not on. It's appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> Their costume is a pig's culture. <laughs> Frank, uh, Frank's gone on to United where he has to make statements to current affairs shows on location. Pretty good to go from the Environmental Protection Agency to an airline. Yeah. We are burning hoods of dinosaur bones to get this in the sky. Well, I mean, years ago, save your plastic bags. Man, right. Frank's at the coalface, though. You say that. You joke about that. But Frank is uh, he's, he's at the forefront of a 100% green commitment from United Airlines to decarbonise aviation. Oh. Good luck. 
I think, <laughs> I never, ever, ever paid. You know where I say, you want to pay fucking Absolutely $3 carbon not. offset your seat? Yeah. That's your bill, fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like imagine you buy a ticket to this show tonight, you go, for an extra $2, you can help pay fucking Cody's Netflix. No, no. <laughs> you should pay it out of the ticket price. It's not on you. Um, I mean, they haven't even figured out how to land heavy. How the fuck are they going to get rid of carbon? Oh, we had something great. Right. So this from Tassie. We, uh, in the episode that came out this week, no, no, we were talking about the fuel dump over yeah. land and she texted and said, it's over 5,000 feet, it evaporates in the air, which sounds like a bit of fucking hocus pocus. That is <laughs> absolute hocus pocus. Yeah. No, I mean, good on her and everything, but... <laughs> Maybe it was high, five or 8,000 feet. Well, it goes up, does it? No, 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 I forget the feat that if you drop it from a certain level, it evaporates before it gets to the ground. So don't okay. worry about it. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, solar panelling on the, the roof, that's not going to help the conundrum at all. Um, Frank said the content of Knox's speech had nothing to do with why she was escorted off the aircraft, aircraft and that she later apologised. True political prisoners don't fucking apologise. Um, they also don't get to go into hotels and live tweet their afternoons. <laughs> Bit, a bit of trivia for you here, you probably already know this. Australia is the ninth ranked country in terms of generating traffic for the popular Pornhub website. Among the horniest cities in the world, three out of the top 20 in Australia, Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, we did it. <laughs> That's a, what, we're ninth again, in the world. Yeah. Batting above their average. Uh, and once again, <laughs> the eastern seaboard doing the fucking heavy lifting. Yeah. Um, it can't be Perth because it's all FIFO, so they're jerking out off across the entire state. You know, when you're Tom Price and Newman and X now. Perth. Um, <laughs> Elle's tweets on the matter were deleted. They achieved far less likes than nudity, obviously. She's sort of done the black square thing that the wife did. <laughs> However, there was a period of a week or two when she became an activist and only posted political shit. Then it was business as usual afterwards with nothing political appearing ever again. Right. Um, during the George Floyd, George Floyd fortnight of social awareness, the likes of Elle Knox were very, very active across their social media. Um, this is a quote from the actress herself. Allies speak out. Allies. Allies. You allies. Are you all right? It's a gold chain cutting off air or something. You? <laughs> You've never had a collar that far up. It's not fucking fall over here. It's not right. <laughs> allies speak out. Allies spread awareness. Allies donate. Allies sign petitions. Allies education themselves. <laughs> My great-grandpa was a part of their actual allies, and he did none of that. <laughs> he just got in there and got the job done. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some allies sign missiles before they drop them. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Sign the name on that. And they, they, they sign some things. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the wake of George, George Floyd... What would you write on there? If you can read this, you're fucked. <laughs> If they can read it, it has its, its malfunction, doesn't it? 
in the wake of George Floyd, there were also protests in Brisbane, Sydney and Melbourne, home to the horniest people on earth, <laughs> according to the quantifiable stats. Also in Adelaide, where people are not as horny, and at fucking shows. <laughs> City and churches, you fucking nerds. <laughs> um, Elle said, after much debate, I can catch my flight home tomorrow, she posted. There's no debate. Um, I checked into my hotel. I'm safe. For many peacefully using their voices tonight, they'll be, they will tear gassed, shot at and arrested. Thank goodness you're safe, Elle. Stay safe. <laughs> be safe. Thanks for going online. You go, what's Elle up to? Master... Oh, no, debating. Um, <laughs> come back tomorrow. You've got to think of safety at all times, Elle, except when you're deliberately being unsafe. <laughs> getting up on a plane. Um, I feel like we've done the damage to people. People have got lives to live. And, and from what I've read, Pornhub to fucking read when you get out. <laughs> Pornhub to read. I only go on there for the comments. The new Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> People used to you used to buy penthouse for the stories, for the articles. That was a, that was a mantra. So yeah, I only get penthouse for the articles. Black label. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Good articles in the sealed section. That's did, where the best articles are. Did you sell them at your at your bottle shop? Was it a bottle shop that you could buy other stuff at? No. No. Oh, I suppose. Oh, I was just mean? checking. Like Sorry. Aussie Coast and shit. Absolutely not. Yeah. Thanks for asking. <laughs> we're we're going to go on that. I'll tell, you I'll tell you what might be a bit flattening here, to talk about porn for an hour and see no porn. Mm. So well, we're going to finish with quite a disgraceful act on stage. <laughs> You've all got our fucking name. You can do what you want. <laughs> Fuck, I wonder what pops up if we type our names into Pornhub. <laughs> Does it try and figure it out, like that AI, the, the AI thing? Does it try and find someone? I, I mean, I've it, I know. Right. I, yeah, I'm because... out of shape, stepdad hits on the nanny. I'd do that. <laughs> what do you think? You put Nick Cody into a Pornhub What's uh, it looking search. For? Yeah. Well, it's someone else called Nick Cody who's on the job. What does it go? Did you mean is. Dick Blowy or something? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for coming out tonight. We really appreciate it. One more time, big round of applause for Luke Heaney. Thank you Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.